Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Master League Providence, Southern New England Sports Original. Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. Always live on the free Odyssey app. We now return to Cordishi and Coit. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. Welcome back. Our number two, Cordishi and Coit on WEEI, 401-777-1037, the phone number. We only have one open phone line at the moment. So first hour, pretty much all Celtics. Little Bruins mixed in, little Patriots as well. Hour number two, we get into the Pats as we normally do. Welcome in uh, hour two to Kodishi and Coit. Nick Coit's. Nick Coit's. Nick Coit's. I'm trying to figure Nick Coit's uh, German slash Giselle impersonation. <laughs> it sounds too much like your Giselle impersonation. That's my problem. No, no, Tommy. Tommy is it's very much like this. No, no, no. Giselle is very much. I'm going to make the avocado shakes and we are going to run on the beach. And we were going to hold hands with the kiddos and that's what we're going to do. Tommy. My husband cannot throw and catch the ball. Uh, so Patriots in Germany to play the Colts tomorrow. Did you listen to that press conference, by the way, with Bill? No. Uh, it, it's, I mean, first It was course, hilarious. It's uh, the, the questions, yeah, from the international media is just great. I mean, it's, <laughs> yes, uh, Bill, um, yes, you, are you going to play uh, the, the Keishan Booty on Sunday? Oh, that was, that was. <laughs> and Bill couldn't one. understand. Bill was like, I'm sorry, who, who are you talking about? And somebody finally pointed out, like, Keishan Booty. He's like, oh, oh, okay. He's like, oh, well, I. Sorry, I thought you were talking about some Spanish guy. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, but, like, the funny thing was Bill, I mean, you know, with certain times, Bill knows, like, okay, it's important to the league. So he puts on and he puts on the happy Bill face. Yeah. I mean, he was chipper as heck. He's laughing. He's saying hello. You know, he's given the Germans a very false picture. Of I what know it's he like is. to deal with him every day. I know. I'm like, here. well, that's the funny thing. It's like, do I walk into a press conference the next time he's in Foxborough and just start talking in this accent? Welcome, Abil. Uh, I am uh, continue to cover the NFL. Like, do I do that? And maybe he'll smile and maybe. give a nice answer. Maybe. Like, maybe that's the trick. Maybe I just need an accent. You know, like. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was entertaining to to listen to, and and you know they're asking him about culture and. 
Yeah, you know, Jeremy is a great place. Yeah, Frank. Or you can just be that that a hole reporter that just says, "Hey, Bill, why are you so nice over in Germany, but you're an a hole here?" <laughs> I mean, you no, can just, no, you you just be straight. No, to the you point, know what's going to happen? I mean? Tommy Curran's going to ask that question because <laughs> Tom would be the guy to ask that because Tom Tom is the guy that asked him a few weeks ago. Hey, Bill, how can you keep futzing around with the microphone at the Pro Post Game press conference so I can see you guys? Oh, please, Bill, so you can see us. Stop it. Uh, oh boy but yeah you go back and listen to it it, it is it's the, the one question from the gentleman from london it almost sounds like he oh sounded like he was goodness. asking if the game had passed bill by joe he wouldn't ask a question he's just um he's this Very guy long-winded. is clearly Very long-winded. He's, he's british yeah and he's yeah. he's he's asking him this long-winded hello bill um uh, I'm, I'm asking about um you know and he's just going on and on and like you're like what's the question like what? What is your question here, sir? Like what? What is it? I don't know. And you know, Bill's finally like, "Yeah, well, um, okay, well." And then he absorbs it and gives a non-answer, or whatever. But yeah, the guy's long-winded there, and he's like proving that he knew something about. <laughs> if you, know, you sift through football. all the words, though, it sounded like he was uh, kind of asking, "Has the game passed you by?" Passed Bill? you by, yeah, in a long-winded way. Very long-winded. Long-winded British way. Yeah, go figure. So. What's going on with the Patriots, and is there an easy fix? No, I don't think so. Um, I think defensively, um, injuries have certainly caught up to them. But, you know, and so they're having to rely on on some of these, you know, younger corners and younger guys. I'll give you that. But I give the defense a pass due to the injuries they've had to keep players. But, but you're putting your trust into – Guys like J.C. Jackson, Jack Jones, that's a that's a dangerous game to play yep, yep. because and look at it bit you in the ass. This they, week. they haven't been reliable, yep. you know, and and clearly something happened there. They got benched for that, you know. The, the report was they showed up to the team hotel late. Yep, that's that's not good. It means your culture. There's something wrong with your culture there. Like guys are showing up to the team hotel late, like. They just are they not taking the message seriously, the program seriously? I mean, J.C. Jackson should know better. He's been here; he knows the culture. Do, do you feel like it. J.C. was a bad influence on Jack? Not that Jack was a choir boy. Uh, you know, it's you'd say that, Joe. But you know what? Jack Jones had his issues last year. He had a team issue and he got suspended. You know, like so. Here's what I worry about: if, I worry about when stuff like this happens. That you know, does Bill start to lose the locker room? And I bring that up because in years past. They had a bad apple in that locker room or somebody that was a screw-up or missed curfew or whatever the case may be. They they could move on from that guy, and it was no harm, no foul. They'd still win at a high level, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so so that player knew, oh, I screwed up, and I just blew a great opportunity. It's not that way anymore. No. It just isn't because, you know, they, they're losing now, and, you know. And it permeates. The, yeah. It and, permeates and to the locker it's, room. It's not good. Yeah, it's like it's not a good situation. Like, up think there right here, now. here's an example. Scott, 2014, that, that Super Bowl winning team. There was a time, middle of the season. You remember Darrell Rivas? Actually, he showed up late for a meeting, and they they sat him for a day from practice or something yeah. like that. They yep. sent him home. That's forgotten about. Why? Because it was the standard. Rivas said, "I, you know, screwed up. You know, apologize, whatever," and they moved on from it. Yeah, and it, it, it never permeated. Never because the culture was there. Guys knew he did something wrong. He knew he did something wrong. Coaching staffs stuck to its principles. Yep. And he went out and won a Super Bowl with them. Like what? We don't talk about it. 
now those things happen it, it's it's your culture's not as strong there if more guys are doing this happens more and more there's there's more and more of these little issues well, you guys. joke about what that British reporter was hinting at as the game passed him by. Has yeah. the game passed him by? I think in the uh, offensively, yes. Offensively, yes. I think that's clear because they don't play. They don't play the modern offensive style. Okay, so I, I'm. I'm not going to put as much of that on him. I mean, you know, hire an offensive guy that can get it going offensively. I don't care if you're playing the modern style and old-fashioned style. But here's, but it's he more, picks, it's more, he picks the players. Scott. It's more being the CEO of the entire operation. Yeah. It's picking the players. It's motivating the players. It's getting everybody on the same page. Are they responding to you? I mean, it's it's more than just the offense, is what I'm saying. It, well, and, and I know, but. I don't think defensively the game's passed them by because I still think the Patriots have always played good defense. They still play good defense. I think in that, that Nick, aspect, does a good defense give up a twenty-two yard run to Sam Howell on third and twenty-one? But that's that to me is you know I, I would say some of the injuries, but that was just bad tackling. Period. Um, but do, but do you know do Bills a lot of his old school tactics like you know benching Booty after he doesn't get toe tap twice in the opener benching Bob Demar- Douglas Demario that Douglas like. that, that's what I'm asking I'm, yeah. the whole package with Bill Belichick is it still working in today's NFL I don't I don't think so no I I don't I don't think in the modern day when more and more of these coaches with these new age programs aren't doing it that way. This way seems a little bit more outdated or antiquated. Yeah, you know that. That's that. I think that's a fair point, especially the booty thing. Like, why, why haven't you played the kid? Put him out there. Would you rather him or Tyquan Thornton out there right now? I would much rather yeah. Kayshawn Booty after watching that poor, poor route that Thornton that was all over social media that he ran last week. You know what the weird thing is too? Like, you know, for years and somebody I heard say this earlier this week. You know, for years, Belichick was always the guy that had the brilliant idea that was one step ahead of the rest of the league. Okay, they're doing this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Now it's just the opposite. Yeah. Everybody seems to be ahead of Bill and the Patriots, and they're slow to react yeah. and adapt. Mm-hmm. It's we and, and like and Bill can't seem to find the answers this year. That's no, scary. Now I again, I think that's a, a big part of that is because he doesn't have the talent, the person, but he's responsible for this roster. That, and that's my point, Scott, is that with off, with the offense, again, defensively, I don't think the game has passed him by. I still think he can coach a great defense, identify good defensive players. Joe, you just brought up the third, you know, third and longs. I, I think that's just tackling an effort at this point. You know, I, that that to me was, you know, if, if you've got your, your full complement of defense out there, like, he went out and drafted Christian Gonzalez this year. That kid looked like he was going to be a real player. Like, he still finds good The losses of him talent. and Judon are just huge, gigantic. Huge. You know who's been playing well, too, lately, and I give him credit. Barmore is looking more like the guy he did Absolutely. his rookie year than yes. he did in year two. He's healthy. Yeah, he looks yeah. great. So, defensively, he still identifies the talent. Offensively, game's passed him by. And it's an antiquated way of thinking when you think you can win with you know, defense and run game and control the ball and all that. You just can't do that. In and, and special days. teams, but you're lining up on on offsides and you're well, creating that one, penalties. That one's just strange because, you know, it, where did the discipline go in that phase of but the But that's game? part of the package, right? Yeah. Again, well, you yeah. know, we used to hail 
Bill and the Patriots are being the most disciplined team, and it was their opponents that made those silly mistakes all the time. Now you're that team. You are that team. You're that team. And we talked about, and I'm guilty of it too, I talked about last week, okay, the Patriots are entering the easy part of their schedule. Well, guess what? Other teams are now looking to the Patriots and saying, there's the easy part of our schedule. I said that exact thing on another radio hit that I did this week. And the host that I was talking to was like, wow, that's a reality check. Wow. I'm like, it's the truth. It is what it is. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's where they are. I think the only game they're going to be favored in for the rest of the year is maybe the Giants. Maybe. Yeah. They'll be favored against the Giants. Maybe. They will. (laughs) But even then it's, who knows? Who knows? They just don't consistently put it together. It's, it's frustrating, but yeah, I offensively, it's just, it's not fun to watch. It's not fun to watch. They didn't pick the right personnel. They didn't build up the, he went out, you know, people are like, no, he did it spending the offensive line in the offseason. Yeah, he went out and got Riley Reef, who wasn't good enough, and Calvin Anderson. Trent who, Brown didn't make the trip to Germany, right? Right. And I think Trent is partly, you know, something maybe going on there. Maybe he's checking out. But at the same time, Brown has dealt with a lot of injuries. You can tell. He is banged up. Um, but even then, like, we're trusting Trent Brown on the offensive line. Let me ask you this. If they go out there and they play poorly in Germany and they lose, and a big part of that poor play is your quarterback didn't play well. And I'm not saying because he didn't have time to throw the ball or he didn't have open receivers. Let's say Matt goes out there and puts up a stinker, does not play well. Yeah. Do you consider making a change during the bye week? Or do you stick? You just riding him out for the rest of the season? If you think one of those two guys is ready to step in, Zappy or or Greer or Will Greer, but you might not know the answer to that. But what know. if you do know that Mac isn't the guy? Does it be worth, you, should be you worth ju- exploring? Shouldn't you just see what you got? It there? would be worth exploring. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. At this point, it would be worth exploring uh, just to see. You have to try. You, it's. I think it's clear that Mac isn't the guy. So go out and and, and see what you can do. I've always said, until you find the guy, you got to take shots. I, I said that about drafting. Draft a quarterback every year. See if you can find somebody. Maybe you find the next diamond in the rough. Maybe you find the next guy in the second or third round or fourth round or whatever. I, I would say the same thing about if you have somebody in your roster that maybe you think maybe you think Will Greer can start in this league. Maybe there's something you've seen in practice. Maybe just take a shot. Because at this point, if you lose to the Colts and you're two and eight, what do you have to lose? Nothing. Yeah. You have nothing to lose at that point, and you have a bye week to get him ready. Yeah, I would consider it, depending on how he plays. We'll see. I would give Mac a much longer leash than I currently give him if I thought he was a making his reads every time he drops back, which I don't think he's doing a good job of yeah. reading the field, making his first, second, third, fourth read. I don't think he's doing a good job there. If he was a better decision maker, i.e. on third and three, throwing a four-yard out as opposed to throwing it 30 yards downfield, and C, if I thought he showed better leadership qualities. If I saw those three things in Mac, and look, if you don't have open receivers but you're making your reads, okay, that's not on you. Uh, If the offensive line isn't giving you time to throw the ball, okay, that's not on you. But uh, those three things are on him, making your reads, making good decisions, and being a leader.
And he's lacking in all three of those areas, and that's why I've got serious doubts about whether or not he's the guy. Let's let's t- uh, take a quick break, okay? And then we'll come back and we'll get right to the Patriot calls. Four zero one seven 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 one zero three seven. The phone number. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.